Hey there, Kansas City. Stephen St. John here with the latest episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. I'm back from my my vacation, my uh, lengthy vacation, according to some people. And my reply is to you, don't fucking worry about how much time I take off. I've been here for almost 25 years, and I, written to my contract, I get 17 weeks of vacation. <laughs> That's that's you know what that's overstating. One third it, of the year. Plenty. Take, take okay. your time. I'm, I'm going to be like Howard Stern, where I where I only I, I take a season of vacation and come back. Johnny when the Johnny Carson used to just not do Fridays. Right. Uh, but I'm here for Hot Mike with SSJ. I've got Todd Lebo with me, but most importantly, I've got Patrick Carter with me. KCFarmersAgent.com. He does not take a vacation from uh, from taking care of you and watching over you. Like a stalker, he'll watch every move you make. No, no, he won't. I mean, good. I mean, I fucking might. I don't know. I can't answer for what he does. All I know is that he will provide you with the peace of mind that you are fully covered and protected, whatever you do. And he's local. He's not one of these 1-800 numbers, these people that don't fucking know anything that's going on in town. He's Kansas City through and through. Patrick Carter, KCFarmersAgent.com is our sponsor all right he's sticking with us and i'll stick with you patrick carter and i'll stick with you todd lebo through your 12-week vacation i'm back you really weren't gone that many days no but it just kind of stretched over three weekends somehow that's right that's right (laughs) we had a lot here's the thing and i get it trust me for people that do not have their kids in catholic schools they don't understand all the pomp and circumstance that you mean we go through. The sinners for the eighth grade. Yes, that's right. For for eighth grade graduation, I totally understand that. All right, but it's it's this is in many ways there's more events and more things to do with the eighth grade graduation than high school graduation or college, or college graduation. Uh, definitely more than college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and so uh, you know we have like we have the the the, the May crowning. Uh, which uh, two young ladies in the eighth grade class were selected to bring the crown on a pillow to Mother Mary and then one girl uh, to place the crown upon her head. And Julia St. John was one of the two picked. Really? Selena St. John was not. Oh, boy. So that, there's, there's, there's some strife, finger pointing going on there. Accusations. Uh, but you know what? They Hey, hey, it was Julia's time to shine. But then at the graduation, uh, two kids uh, gave got up and gave a speech, their class reflections, and Selena was one of those two. Did you so, cry? Can I make you cry right now? Are you fucking kidding me? Listen. <laughs> Just a little bit of backstory here. Okay, so, and, then, and we had been through it. We had been through the May crowning, the passing of the torch mass, the final walk down the hall. We had service day where me and Susan... And another parent uh, drove the kids to Harvesters, and we worked in the warehouse for a couple of hours, which was really cool. How that much was a did lot you of fun. eat that day? I did not eat anything. Okay, well, we, we ate McDonald's before. In your field day? Uh, we had, uh, well, we had like a, a day of recreation where we went to uh, Big Biscuit and had a nice breakfast. That's recreation? <laughs> we started off with Big Biscuit. These kids got to go work it off. Yeah, you got to eat. And then we went to, uh, boy. Went to main event for like six hours, and it was like, "That's a lot." Get me out of here by by the end of that deal, right? And then we and then we went. To, I think 
Freddy's from ice cream. Whatever. We, I, Sounds we like a lot of time. Eating. Yeah. 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 Really. Um, and so. Have they like, actually done the graduation? Yeah. Yet? And then okay. they had the, the graduation. Sure. So, and there's a video you showed me that was from graduation. Yes. Okay. And so she gets up there and, and she had been working on a speech. She didn't want any help. She did not want any input. And I didn't, she told me she was doing something, but she didn't tell me exactly what she was doing. And so then we get there and I look in the program and it says class reflections and Selena St. John's. Oh boy, this is, this is pretty heavy. Um, and so she gets up there and she starts her speech and starts talking about how much she's going to miss being with her classmates that she's been with for the last nine years. And then she just starts crying and she up at, up yeah. at the, she's looking out, seeing her classmates. Yeah. And then I, so then I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm recording and I start crying. I don't even, you know, but, but you were crying at the big biscuit. Okay. So like, remember the scene from stand by me, where the, the pie eating contest mm-hmm. and, and the fat kid eats all the pie and then throws up puking. and he makes everyone else. She started crying. All the parents started crying. Pussy. Like ugly crying. That's right. Absolutely. We're all pussies. That's exactly right. <laughs> and so she's. You're blubbering. No, I'm trying no, yeah, to. I'm, I'm recording. Yeah, you're you know. holding it together. And there's like three different times. Like, so then she went to each, you know, uh, each student. There's only. 12, including them, 12 or 13 kids in the class. And she'd go to each kid, you know, so-and-so. I'm, I'm going to remember this, and you yeah. were always that, or, what, you know, something. She uh, skipped her sister. Something. Well, no, she even <laughs> included even, her sister. Really? Said something nice about each of the, of the kids. And so then, just to make a long story short, when Richie, uh, my firstborn, was starting school, my mom, who's no longer with us, she basically went on a, a, a one-woman tour of all the Catholic schools that he could possibly go to. And she visited every one of them. And she, when she went to St. Gabe, she came home. She said, that's the school he's going to go to. That's, you know, it's like family. They seem like they want us there. They're very receptive. I just get a good feel about it. It's a smaller school, so fewer kids per teacher. It's and a, you it's, hadn't gone there? No. So they, there was a fresh start. Right. The school that I went to was in Northeast. Yeah. It was St. John's Catholic School, and that no longer existed by that point. And we had moved up north. And so um, I trusted her, and it wasn't the Catholic school that was closest to our house, but, but all it had, she had a list of things. It checked all the boxes, right? And she, told, and she had told me, because she knew she had a pretty good idea that she wasn't going to be around long enough to see... The, the boys, because when she passed away, Richie was nine and Phil was three. She wasn't going to see the boys graduate from grade school. She didn't, you know, mm. um, and we hadn't had the girls. And so, but she promised, made me promise a couple of times, um, whatever you do, just I want I want these kids to go through Catholic school and I want them to go to St. Pius. And, and as many said, times as I've fought against this. Right. You've told me oh, to fuck off. My dad fought against it. My dad's wife fought against it. A lot of people fought against it. You know, tell me you could have a bigger house. You could have this, that. I said, I'm investing in my kids, and I'm fucking, I, I, listen to me. I fucked up a lot of things that my mom wanted me to do, right? Really? Yes. I wasn't going to fuck this up. I made her this promise, and she would always tell me, she was, you don't think so. You don't realize it. But especially for you, going to Catholic school and going to St. Pius, it helped you. It, because I was, 
uh, exposed to a lot of bad influences <laughs> that I would, I, I'm just going to tell you, hey, a lot of kids went to Northeast High School and made it out of there. Okay, I would not have been one of them because I was influenced by my older cousin, Tony, and he was a pot dealer and other stuff, and he was just, you know, there was too much access and too much temptation. They had to get me out of there, right? And so that's why I went to St. John's and I went to St. Pius. And so I made her that promise, not knowing that I was going to have two more kids and, and girls, right? And, yes, it was a financial uh, sacrifice for a while. I mean, there were times, like, when I sent Richie to St. Pius, like, I don't fucking know how I'm going to do this. So that's why over the years you think, why does St. John work so many jobs? How come he's at this and that? That's fucking why. But that's all right. I'm Does this guy sleep? That's right. And so it was a big deal to me because these were our last two kids going through St. Gabe's. And we had a, a, a kid there for 22 straight years. And so it was all like we were graduating. And we're just the nature of it. We were very invested there. I coached, you know, helped coach the boys' basketball teams and the girls' basketball teams. And my wife volunteered. And we just you, you were very invested in that school. So it was a sad time. Uh, but it was also very happy, cause, you know, watching my kids, you know, my last two kids go to advance to St. Pius. And so she's reading the speech, and then she gets to it, and she goes, and one more person I want to thank. And, and, and I, had, I, I had no idea, you know. And, but, but I, and I talked to my girls about my mom and try to show them pictures and try to explain, because she had so much influence in my life. My mom was my best friend. I tried to tell, you know, this is why uh, I'm such a big Elvis fan, or this is why that, just a lot of things that my mom influenced in my life. And, uh, and I tell them, but you don't know if your kids listen. You know, you tell right. your kids shit. You don't know if they, it sticks or if it's just went in one ear, out the other. Oh, he's talking about grandma again. And they never met her, so it's hard. But she gets to the end of the speech, and, she, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing here. I have it folded up in my car with tear stains on it <laughs> from my mascara. And so... Uh, she says, I, one more person, one last I, I want to thank is my, is my grandma, Babe. That was my mom's nickname, Babe. Because uh, she picked out this school for my siblings, and if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be standing here today, and I wouldn't have made these great friendships and relationships, and I just fucking lost. I'm like, what am I going to do? I didn't make any sounds or anything, but I, but I cried like Nick Sirianni in the fucking Super Bowl. Like, big, giant tears just came down. Like, I could have watered someone's plants with my fucking eyes. And I'm just, I, I, could, I couldn't believe she, I go, oh, she's talking about my mom. She listened. I, I, it was too much. It was too much, right? And then I look, and I'm, I'm trying not to, you know. Look around. But then I look, and every fucking parent's crying. Because it just, because it, it was just, and it was really weird. Because of like the thirteen or fourteen families, like ten or eleven of them, that was their old. That was their last. Their youngest right, kid, yeah. their last kid. We were all moving on, and they do a thing during the mass where uh, the kid brings the rose to the parents and thanks them for the you know. And w most of us going on to St. Pius will be able to hang out and, and be together because the great parents in, in, in the class. But it was I was a fucking emotional wreck, and it, that was just and the culmination the of it. Week. I got through it, but man. Like every day, and I was so happy. Like that's one of the. Well, you were why. supposed you were supposed to do the show that Friday, and then you're like, "Oh, it's too much." Oh fuck, dude! We didn't get, get home till midnight that night. Midnight. Then we were like, we're, we found More a food. We found a Mexican restaurant that was open late enough, <laughs> so we all go like in our suits and gowns and shit to a Mexican restaurant like at fucking nine p.m. on a Thursday, and we just had it out there and ate and talked and laughed and they had all four kids together, which is a difficult proposition nowadays. 
Yeah, so I was I was a wreck. But so dude, it 22 was two years. Yeah, the school. So this oh. is interesting. This morning, I was out for a walk, exercising like I do. Right? What the oh, fuck are you drinking? Oh, oh, what is that? Fucking... Hold that up. What What are you drinking? <laughs> That's gonna make me vomit. What is it? Listen, I got. <laughs> I stopped taking my Metamucil, <laughs> and my stomach's been all fucked up, and I've not been regular. Okay, it's been. Why is it bubbling? So I had my Metamucil powder. And you're supposed to mix it with a bottle of water, right? I can't find any bottles of we water. Have tap water. I'm not drinking Settle tap down, water. Settle down, Jake. You can I'm have not tap, tap water. tap water. The next thing you know, I'm going to grow a fucking third arm. I'm not doing that. So I find, it, and I, I know it's fucking Nate's. Because Nate drinks his shit. And Nate has tried to tell me, oh, you know, LaCroix tastes, you know, there's like a, a LaCroix flavored cola. It tastes just like, it doesn't. No. It tastes like cola that's been left open for three days in someone's car okay yeah. and so i found a a, a a can of Lacroix. i don't even know what the fuck this is it says pamplemousse something. oh pamplemousse what the fuck is pamplemousse so you're drinking metal musil pamplemousse so i just i said oh well, it's water so i took the sparkling pamplemousse Lacroix and mixed it with my metamucil and this is the res- that looks <laughs> let me tell you something it tastes that's not like as much shit. water I mean, normally it's a bigger thing. Of water. <laughs> Let me have a pull off that. Yo, what's up? Tell me how would you would how would you describe that that thick sludge? <laughs> you can't get through the top of it. I can't. Well, that's it. turned into like a little bit of a sludge. <laughs> I'm doing it. That's fucking gross. Uh, yeah, I'm not fucking denying it. I'm out for a walk this morning, and uh, everyone's got their you know class of twenty threes out signs and all this shit, right? And I don't know these people. They're in my neighborhood. Look at it. Won't come down the straw. That's fucking gross. Stuck in there. Um, and these people had a uh, class of twenty three. This is gonna make me shit good. <laughs> senior sign in their yard and a welcome to the farm, which is Longview Farm Elementary. So they yeah. have an incoming kindergartner. Oh boy! And an outgoing senior. You boy. That's that's a lot of difference between there. Yeah. And so uh, some one of my buddies knows these people, and. They were going to have 26 years in consecutive of someone at the elementary school bias. Now, it's only K through 6, so it's I mean, that's really spaced their kids out. Well, we had a, a family that had 27 and a half years Ooh. straight. Ooh. So, you want to hear a graduation story? For my, my daughter graduated from college. Congratulations. Last week from a master's. She's already gotten her undergrad. She, so, we go down to Mizzou last Friday. Right. And we were the very first graduation at, at Mizzou Arena on Friday, it was like three days of graduations. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they had graduations. Saturday's the big day with all the undergrads, you know, pack the house, whatever. Friday was, you had to be getting a master's in some sciences and education, and then there was J school the next, whatever. So there wasn't going to be a big, big crowd, right? But, so we go down there, we drive down, just us and her, because her brother refused to go. Why? he's the worst. I don't know, he didn't go to her undergrad. Well, actually, undergrad was COVID, and he was thankful. Anyway, he wouldn't take off half a day of work to go see his right. little sister get a master's. I don't know. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Right. He's a horrible brother. But um, we drive down, and, and so we go to Mizzou Arena, and so we get there, and, and we go in, and she goes and meets her friends from her group of data science analytics biohealth friends. Right. You know, that group. Right. The crazy group. Right. 
And uh, so Denise and I go sit down, and I want to get somewhere where I can take a decent picture. This thing's getting streamed so my parents could watch at home or whatever, but I wanted to get on the side to get a good picture. So we go over to the side, and I'm, I'm in the front row. They have pushed the little seats back, so, you know, there's about eight feet up from the floor. And, and we sit down, and like, all right, well, if she sits on this side, we'll see her walk across the stage. It'll be good. And we text her where we're on the left side, whatever. And these people come behind us, and they sit down. It's this, uh, I don't know who these fucking people are. They're from St. Louis, but it's a oh, girl who's graduated. And, like, her boyfriend's dad and whatever. So there's, like, there's like three adults who are probably, like, my age, and there's, like, four 20-something-year-old whatever, siblings and boyfriends or whatever. And this fucking guy behind us is a loud talker. And Denise, I'd have told him to shut the fuck up. Denise had to lean forward. This guy was talking so loud about crown molding and all this fucking shit. And uh, what do you have to say about crown molding? Loves it. Okay. I mean, right. you put crown molding up; it's instant gratification. Okay. When you put crown Fair molding point. up. Fair point. So her, his daughter's boyfriend's dad was next to us, uh, in, uh, behind us, and more behind me. And he was actually had a construction business. So this fucking guy knew a lot about crown molding. Right. And they were talking about crown molding, and Denise kept looking at me, going, we got to fucking move. I can't sit here. I can't do it. I said, do you really want to move? She goes, You can't ah. turn around and say, hey. No. They, they, we were, we were 30 down. minutes before the ceremony. This wasn't during the ceremony. Oh, okay. So uh, then Addie and her friends walk out. We take a picture, and they go to the other side. And I'm like, well, fuck, this is not going to help me taking a picture. They're on the other side. So I said, this is an opportunity. Do you want to move? And Denise said, I don't really want to move. I said, do you, are you going to be happier if you're not by this guy? And she says, yes. So we moved, and we weren't there. So me, I'm a surreptitious recorder. Mm -hmm. you know. So I, I record part oh, of this guy's it? conversation. I just called it in my phone, Loud Talkers. Let's hear it. MU graduation. The, the line somewhere in here, they, this guy is divorced. I don't know why he'd gotten divorced. Maybe the loud talking. Maybe because he don't shut the fuck he up. He didn't shut up, but they were behind us. They're behind us. Blended but blessed. That's, right. That was the line that got me. I was like, all right, I'm moving. I don't want to yeah. sit here and listen to blended but best. So we end up moving, and we go sit down right on the what would be the baseline, and we have a, a better view of the whole thing. And I look over when this thing starts. I could see this guy still fucking talking. I was yeah. 30 yards away from him. He ain't going to stop. This guy is talking about crown molding, being blended but best, and all this shit. And I was just like, wow. I'm glad we got away from this guy. But I the ceremony it. was fine. And uh, she graduated, so then uh, we got Shakespeare's Pizza beforehand, so we did a little... And we, of course, went to the Mizzou Bookstore, because where's the cheapest place to buy all the things you That's need? That's the best place That's to get things. That's the best place to get things. Get a things, sweatshirt so. for $90? We got that. You know, because you got to say alumni on it. Yeah. Or whatever. So she the, is. the funny part of the, of the end of the graduation, she has a... She went to Truman State, so she's not a Missouri Tiger, okay? She's been to... She is now. One basketball game when she was like... I tried to explain to her that Mizzou Arena used to be called the Page well, Arena. Because your wife did go to Mizzou. She went to Mizzou. Okay. And, and I think we went to one basketball game down there with the kids, like maybe the first year Mizzou Arena opened. Not while it was the Page, but close. I, I explained to her what Page Arena was. Right. And she's like, oh, let me tell you, they got canceled about something. I said, well, no, not exactly for that. But anyways, she, she cheated on school. Yeah. It was school. But um, a lot of the kids who were there were getting masters, and they were, they were Mizzou kids, right? Her masters was online. 
So these people were from all over the country, and they weren't Missouri Tigers, right? So they get to the end, and this girl, really good singer, she's getting a master's in uh, music. She sang the national anthem. It was fucking awesome. And then at the end, she's going to sing the alma mater, you know. Uh-huh. Right. And, and I'm like, Addie's got no fucking clue what's going on. And then it gets to... You know that, don't you? I know I know all this shit because I've been down there like a hundred times for stuff. And after it was over, I said, what did you think of the songs? And stuff? She goes, uh, you could really tell who like went to school there and had been to 50 basketball games. And her was like, I don't know these fucking songs. If it was online. I said, now you're a tiger. Right. If it was online, why didn't she like go to the University of Phoenix? She could have. National American. She could have, but she got into this thing. So now she's a she's a true tiger. And then, you know, her, her boyfriend goes to school at KU on this pharmacology thing. But she we she's got some Mizzou clothes that she's she will wear in Lawrence. So okay. then, what's she gonna be like? What what what's well, her profession? Da- that she wants a, to be a research researcher at Children's Mercy. She's been doing that the whole time. She got this degree, but she will be a data scientist at Children's Mercy Research Institute. Whatever that's. Would she would she be would she like to be a data scientist at Pro Football Focus with well, Eric Eager? She knows all of that math, but I think you also have to understand like what that's for. She really likes. So she could she help me with stuff. my. Fantasy football draft, or is that not something that she... I don't really know. She'd at? love to make a spreadsheet for you about See? it, though. But, yeah, so she's a data scientist, I guess. That's pretty, so, like, but, but what's, like, the dream job with that? Like, when she reaches, like, her her, her I mean, goal, like, I what think will she... Things like that. I mean, she really enjoys numbers and health and, you know, it's, you know some of the stuff with, you know, diseases and... Will she be able to find a cure for anything? Well, she's, like not a, she's not a researcher that way. She's more the numbers cruncher. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, she likes that stuff. So, yeah, it's... It, it was. It felt different than you know. I got my journalism degree. Does she do your taxes? No, she didn't okay, do her right. own tax. She needs to do that. Wow. But now I catch this shit because my wife has a master's in education from UMKC, and now my daughter's got a master's. Should I go back and pursue my master's? You probably have enough hours. What would I? What, what would I pursue? Like, what would be good for me? Master's in broadcasting. Right. I don't well, know why. But yeah, graduation. No, I didn't cry though. Congratulations. Yeah. So yeah. So now I'm I'm, I'm out. No, I uh, fucking cried. Out graduated. You talk about loud talkers, like for a week and a half at all these fucking events, right? And you know, look, okay, don't get well, it you're twisted. You're gonna probably talk about someone that you know. Don't do this. I'm not, I'm not talking about nobody I know. Okay, I'm just saying, look, I my job. What's my job? Talking. Fucking talking. When I'm in event, an event, you don't want to talk about the roles. Hey, like last night, I was I was uh, at an event that I was emceeing with the monarchs. At Grand Falloon. People come up and talk to me. I'm happy to talk because that's yes. what I'm there for, all right? Your oh, graduation. I, 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 I'm going to come off sound like an asshole, but whatever. Don't say it. When I am someplace that I'm not there for work. Like a Mexican restaurant at 9 o'clock. Or wherever. I, I promise you with all my heart, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to fucking talk to you. And this is not directed at any one person. Okay, if you're thinking, is he talking about me? The answer is probably, yes. Probably so, yeah. I don't want to talk. I just don't want to talk. That doesn't make me a dickhead, and it doesn't mean you're a bad person. I just don't want to talk. I I want to be l- left to my own devices. I would in what I, I okay. I get accused of this. I'm I'm picture taking dad. Mm-hmm. And like it was funny. They played the the class uh, the the video. Where they show like each kid through the years, every picture, but and then they show all the eighth grade. And I was in so it was embarrassing. I was in so many fucking pictures. And then like even like when they did the final walk down the hall, here comes all the kids. And then there's me with a camera like (laughs) walking down. Like I was like it was like I was in the fucking eighth grade, right? 
I coach a lot of stuff, but also that was a nice comment because it fit, made me feel good. Because look, look, look how involved I was. You were there. With my girls, so I loved it. But I'm picture taking, Dad, and I like to just to sit and and listen and hear what people have to say and just just chill the fuck out, right? Like when I go to a game of my daughters, or when I'm not coaching, or like when I go to track and field to watch mm-hmm. Julia or to practice. You don't I go talk to the bleachers. About- Bobby Witt's OPS. I go to the far farthest fucking corner of the bleachers. You just don't like people. Maybe I don't know, but I there's a big area where I have. It's very clear that I have chosen to To sit by myself alone, right? And some people don't pick up on that, and and so I had to use many evasive tactics throughout. (laughs) Throughout the up. 10 days. I got to get this. Hold right. on. You know, just moving around. Because I can feel, I feel like I'm being cornered. Like, in, like I'm, a, I'm a caged animal. I'm feeling, you know, like, oh, boy. Looks like that person wants to talk. Oh, they definitely want to talk. And I'll have to get out of there. I'll throw Susan under the bus and push her. Hey, you talk to her. And I just don't want to. Does that make me bad? No. That made me a bad person? You like your time. Every once now, every once in a while, I'll talk with you. But normally, I won't. Especially during an emotional week. That's right. And I did not. And I, I wanted to. I wanted to experience everything and take it all in, you know. So are you thinking about having some more kids? I told, uh, <laughs> I kind of kidded with Susan about that. She didn't like the joke. I don't, I don't like that joke you know? either. Here's what you don't need. What? Any more kids. What if I want them? You don't. Go mm-hmm. adopt another cat. I, that's a, one thing we don't fucking need. We don't need any more cats. Get a dog. We don't need any more dogs. How about we a two bird? Dogs. We, get our, we had a bird that died. Oh, that bird did not last very long in our house. How about our a house. guinea pig? One I of the a, girls asked about that. I said, fuck no. I got Stop. a buddy that no. uh, got suckered into guinea pigs. No. I'm not doing no more pets. We went and looked, we went and looked at fish the other day. Well, Why? These fucking aquariums, that's a high dollar yeah. deal when you start buying this shit. So I tried to put the. And you get so much affection from a fish. You just pet well, it and hug it. Okay. So, the, so now I'm back. Now I'm good. I feel good. About everything, I was very thankful to be able to spend all that time with my family. Now the girls are in workouts for because if you're an incoming freshman girl and you have to have uh, you're gonna play volleyball or basketball. Break. They're already work. They they've been working out for a month on Mondays and Wednesdays, getting fucking strong. And then my daughter, she was gonna play volleyball. She's played three or four years of volleyball. She's good. She's good enough. To, but she's great, very good athlete. Basketball's the number one sport. They got that St. John I'd height. Take her to a fucking Savannah Bananas game. You ever been to Savannah Bananas? I've just seen the videos. I heard it was awesome. Let me tell you something, people. That is one of the most entertaining events I've ever been to in my life. And my daughter started to follow them because they're real popular with the kids on TikTok. Yes. And I didn't know how popular, like, everyone in her class and all the kids, they love these Savannah Bananas. It was a big deal. We went out there on the Saturday they were there. It was like going to a Chiefs game. The parking lot was filled. took us 45 minutes to get out of there. Every seat. It was awesome. It, she loved it so much that she was out there. She wants to be a banana? At the ballpark. No, nah, she played one year of, of uh, softball. So we leave there, and she says, I know it's not the same, but you think it's too late for me to switch from volleyball to softball? I just feel like this is something that I, I just enjoy being out at the ballpark. And, and, I, and I'm like, hey, and I, volleyball's great, and I've been to plenty of her volleyball games. But I like going to the ballpark, having a hot dog. Mm-hmm. They got a new softball park, softball uh, field at Pius with an indoor training facility, and they should be able to use that. I said, let's fucking go. So now I'm a softball dad. Softball dad. I went to the meeting. Let's go. 
All right. And I'm going to get out there and try to help her and, you know, get her hooked up with, uh, you know, Missouri and Jamie Oklahoma Blue. are in a, uh, yeah. a regional together this week. Yeah, Oklahoma's the best team in the nation. They're going to fucking destroy Mizzou. Right? Probably. Okay. Probably so. There, how many what, How many championships they won in a row, two, back-to-back, or what? Two. I don't know. Four, five, six, six total. With their so, coach. it was very exciting, but but that's our summer. There will be no vacation or anything else because they got workouts. They got camps. I mean, they're so already basically in high school. I can expect you in the studio at 6 I didn't say that. Okay. I didn't Just fucking checking. say that. Uh, there'll be a little trip to Lake Tahoe at some point. Um, okay. So, one of the other things that I did that I thought about you uh, because the last time I went to this venue, I was with you sitting in the front row watching Jack White. We went to see Tenacious D. At Have you Starlight. ever seen Tenacious D? I saw Tenacious D. Were you with me? Ever? At, at, they opened for Kid Rock, I think, right? Yeah, at Municipal. At Municipal. I don't think we were sitting together. I sat but second I was, row for that. Yeah, I was in the regular seats. I love Tenacious D. Yeah. And I've loved them since they had their short-lived TV show on HBO. And we had a fun fact that we found out. That I, I looked at. So I'm so in preparation of going to see Tenacious D again, I was watching some episodes of their old TV show. It's a very subversive show. And it's yeah, it's but wild. it says created by Jack Black, Kyle Gass, and that's Tenacious D, you know, Jack and, and, and KG, KG, David Cross, and Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. And you show, love guys. Bob oh. Odenkirk. And David Cross and, is funny. But who's too. Bob Odenkirk? He's he's Saul. Saul, Saul Goodman. Goodman. And he fucking this guy was one of the geniuses that created Tenacious D. Yes. And I, I, I couldn't get over that shit, right? He's insanely funny. And those guys, the, the best thing about Tenacious D is they really can play guitar, too. Dude, it's it was great. so good. And yeah. they came out, and, they, and the, only, the only problem I had was they didn't play enough of their old school stuff. They, like, they didn't play Kielbasa. Like, how do you not play, you know? Really? You know, your butt cheeks is warm. But one of the coolest fucking things... And I don't know, this is the world we live in, man. It was such a bizarre moment. And so it's me and my wife, because she loves Jack Black and Tenacious D. My Both Richie and Phil are there. They love Tenacious D. We took my friend Anthony Gialdi, because it was his birthday two days before. And he was the one, me and him, started watching Tenacious D back in the day. So he's you know, a longtime Tenacious D fan. And then uh, Richie's girlfriend went. So we're all there sitting in the 60s together at Starlight. And so their encore song... What do you think their encore song was? Bucker Gently. Bucker Gently. Okay. And everyone turns on the fucking lights. It's just kind of a weird yeah. fucking moment in my life. I'm sitting there with my wife, <laughs> one of my sons? best friends, my two sons, his girlfriend, and we're all... How, how many people are at Starlight? Because it was sold out. Like 10,000 maybe? 10,000 people all in unison. You don't always have to fuck her hard. In fact, <laughs> sometimes that's not right to do sometimes you got to make some love and fucking give us some smooches too and everyone knows the words oh and you God. know how fucking dirty that song oh, is yeah, right yeah. and there's people of every age singing it old people young people fucking hippies a huge stoner element out there kids you know these Next boys generation. these boys yeah. of mine that grew up on tenacious d and they're all singing a song called fuck her gently <laughs> And I'm like, and I recorded it. I'd have fucking. That's stop. funny. Can we pull that one out? Whoa, I, what I remember it. about um, seeing them when they opened for Kid Rock was the pyrotechnics with the the Nerf stomper, and because I we had that exact same Nerf rocket thing at my house that my kids had, and they just you know there was like the big finish of a song, and they'd stomp on the thing, and a Nerf rocket would go right. like twenty feet in the crowd. It was like that was the pyrotechnics, just so fucking funny, dude. It was a blast. 
But it was such a weird. Let me see. Because they haven't toured like that in a while, right? Oh, it's been several years. Yeah, a long time. Like, I didn't know if they were ever going to come back. Because so, they're and they, not kids either now. I mean, they're like 50-some years old. Oh, and, and it was. Yeah. This is the last song of the night. Yeah. 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 Listen to the crowd. <laughs> it was like one of the best experiences, but also Fucking the weirdest. Hilarious. Like, should I be here singing this with, with my back, wife with and son? But you know what? Fuck yeah. Well, they're grown. I have a 26 and 20. Yeah, I mean, it was hilarious. They're grown. And so I thoroughly enjoyed that. But then. My wife hurt my feelings, and she didn't realize it. What'd she do? Have you seen Jack White lately? He's he's bearded and... He looks, I, I will admit to her, he looks hobo-ish. Yes, he doesn't look uh, doesn't look fit but and if cleaned you, up. If, if you haven't realized, if you haven't noticed, I'm going through it now. I've made the transition... Y- your beard? To, 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 to Dr. S- Silverbeard, <laughs> to Santa, to Stephen Santa Claus, yeah. whatever. Okay? And I... Fine. I used to fucking use just for men. Okay, it's just so natural, just for men. You saw, I saw the commercial where Emmett Smith was in a fucking rocking chair and sad, and then they used just for men, and he was happy and vibrant. I wanted to be like Frazier used to do it. That's right. Yeah. And so memory goes, your beard is weird, and then use it. So I used it for a while, for a long, you know, because and then I don't even really know when this happened. Because I was, I would whenever get a little bit gray, I, yeah. you know, I never let it go all the way. You don't know what's going on under there, right? And so when after I had back surgery and shit, I said, you know what? First of all, they fucking raised the price. Mm. It went from like fucking nine dollars to twelve dollars, and it pissed me off. It's gonna be a take a dent out of your right second school budget. Yes, yeah. <laughs> sacrifices. Second of all, I just got tired of doing it. Yeah, it's work. As because you know, because then like everything, like after back surgery, everything was a fucking task, yeah. you know. And so I said, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. And then, so it started to, to grow. And I go, holy shit, this whole fucking thing's white. <laughs> right? And then, you know, motherfuckers on social media, oh, 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 shut the fuck up. Whatever. This is me. All right? And but, so I'm still getting comfortable in it. Yes. And some people make smart-ass comments, whatever, but I'm still. Yeah, Jack's I'm, beard's a little bit bigger. Right. He shaved in a while. He doesn't go but get his trimmed up. But I saw it, and it's great. And it made me kind of feel like. Okay, so Jack Black's got a fucking white beard now too, and I love him. We're all good, and so I'm good. That may get he me some confidence. Trimming it up, right? But I wasn't thinking that. Yes. Okay. So the next day, he should probably give up on his hair too. The, by the next way. day, my oh, I said something effective. I just can't believe how he's how he's let us have gone. He just looked he just looked terrible, and of course, in the whole time I'm hearing her like, "You, you look, look terrible. fucking terrible too, you old man," <laughs> and I fucking put my hands. Like, and so then I didn't say, like, two nights later, I said, I go, you know, you really hurt my feelings the other day. When? I said, what you said about Jack Black, because I kind of, he had given me confidence. And, yes. this the, and then she went in and said, well, you know what? He didn't need to trim it up, and it's all wild. No, you, okay, you know, I, I, don't, I don't fucking try to. You're well kept. Okay, I am well kept. And now here's the other thing. Since we were talking about You're Bob fastidious. Odenkirk. Now, I, I've been, okay, look at me. I've been living a lie. 
All right. More than just this beard. I've been living a fucking lie. I never watched Breaking Bad. I never watched it. Okay. And this guy right here, Todd Lebo, has been on my ass for years. Only about 10 years. Watch Breaking Bad. And so finally, I'll be honest, I'd fucking heard enough from you. And you know what propelled me to watch it besides you? I was listening to Bob Odenkirk on the Howard Stern Mm -hmm. show. And man, did I like this fucking guy. I really, what a great interview. I'd really, hearing him talk about Saturday Night Live when he was a writer there. You know what? This guy's fucking funny. Fucking go watch Breaking Bad. I'm going to start watching this. And I wanted to, like, try to watch the whole thing and not tell you, and then all of a sudden just start dropping shit on You're not done yet, though. I'm not. I'm not done. But so now I've gotten to the point where I feel comfortable. Like, say, for instance, I always knew, like, the fucking great line of, uh, of I am the one who knocks. I knew that happened. Spoiler alert right now, by the way. Oh, yeah, if you haven't fucked it. Well, you know what? Fuck you. You haven't watched it. Shut up. Have you watched it? Okay, he of knows. Of course he watched and it. So I, well, no, no, of course. There's no of course. Yes, there isn't of course. And so. He's not a liar. I knew that was that was going to be a big moment in the series. Yeah. And I'm waited one, season two, season I go, when does he fucking say this? And I'm not going to look at anything. And I still, I'm, I don't, I really don't know much. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I waited. I've been waiting patiently. And finally, it was like a big moment in my life. Like five days ago, we got to the episode where he goes, I am the one who knocks. But it wasn't, he didn't deliver it like I expected it. And it was a little underwhelming because I had built myself, this is going to be such a big moment. He says it to some fucking drug dealer or something. But I got to, now I know, I, now I'm living a life where I know, you know what it Walter is. White said, I am the one who knocks. And so now you told me the other day, to get through those episodes. You want me to get through? I got through them. You got through those? I got through these motherfuckers. You're like Don Let me tell you something. I fucking Gus went back there and fucking made him drink that fucking tainted tequila and put that motherfucker out. And here's the thing, though, I have to ask you. Could he have really gone to the bathroom and made himself vomit quickly enough where that fucking poison would yeah, have killed him? it's TV. I mean, I just it, add, you know. It seemed like they'd probably been there about an hour. I don't know how fast the poison worked. You know, he kind of went in about halfway through, went this to the bathroom. This is very exciting Took to his me. little vial of shit. I'm watching know? this like it's a fucking new show. Because he took an antidote, yeah. and then he threw up, okay. too. Okay, And so we're, we're now, uh, you know, it's five seasons, right? We're at the, we're at the season. Now, here's what I'm going to say. So right before that, before they went to the fucking party yeah. and he killed him, when he goes and Jesse has to prove himself as the, as the chemist, yeah. and the dude who's the guy, you remember what he was in in 24? The, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah, 24 yeah, guy. Yeah. I forget his name on 24, but he has a British actor, I think, or something. Okay. But, and then, and so Jesse had to prove himself he could make the 96% pure shit, and the, and the fucking chemist understood English. He will go get my settling acid, bitch. So I'm, yeah, that's right. So I'm uh, in the season finale. When I go home today, we're going to watch the season. <laughs> face so off. Stupid. It's a face off. With the season finale of, of season four. Yes. That's okay. a huge episode. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a huge episode. Should I be excited? You should be excited. Again, I'm going to tell you. So, I'm just, so let me just tell you this: there are very, very few fucking television characters that I hate more than fucking Skyler. Every time she goes on fucking screen, I'm like, oh fuck, what is she going to fucking bitch about now? Wife, what is she going to complain about now? And when she gave this fucking money to Ted Beneke, what the fuck? That's not her money. But I, you know who you've told you've told me, and you have not spoiled it. You told me about all these different characters. One character you didn't tell me about that I might love the most. Why didn't you tell me about Huel? 
Huel's the best. Huel's the only thing. I want Huel to be my fucking bodyguard. I think you used to work with Huel. I'd hire Huel in a fucking heartbeat. Did you work with Huel in the mornings about 20 years ago? I did think he looked a little bit like him. Dude, and, and when you go watch Better Call Saul, you get Huel. Well, I get more Huel? You, you get more Huel. I go, Huel had to take a shit. <laughs> fucking, he blew up their bathroom. Oh, he's fucking good. And then good. Bill Burr comes in there. Oh, yeah. You know? I just, I was, he was, Huel was a treat for me. When, when Ted Beneke takes the fucking money and goes and buys a Mercedes, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? And now I'm fucking dying. I, maybe you weren't supposed I was laughing my ass off when he fell. <laughs> That's a little bit of an easy thing to have happen for the drama of the show. But anyway, Fine. it's fun. But my point is, Skyler is one of the most unlikable TV characters in the history of television shows. She beat poor Walt down. Is that right? Or, yes. Am I right or wrong? Yes. Yes. She's irritating. She's irritating. Okay. Because I just want, you know. She's going to have some really good moments in the, the, the final season, though. That will redeem her? Uh, no, nah, I mean, the, the, well, I she's like a really good actress. Well, that's yeah. sure. A bit, yeah. But I'm talking about the character. The actress is, you'll, is terrific. You'll feel for her probably eventually. And see, I like. It's so well made. The show's so well made. The way right. it's shot and all the shit. It's just And see, great. in Phil, St. John, binge watched it before I did. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when Planet Comic Con came to town, he said, Dad, I know it's expensive. You got can, can I get a picture of Giancarlo Esposito? I said, all right, fuck it. He's, in, he's, he's my favorite character in Breaking Bad. And so Phil went and got a picture with him and met him and everything else. And now I see why. Just, just from the fucking box cutter scene alone, I want to get yeah. my picture taken with him. So I'm working on so Are you proud of me now? I'm, I'm like. I'm messing almost spoiled something. He just texted me something. I said, no, no. No, no, no. Don't do no. that. What the fuck? But You're going to see that maybe tonight. There's like 16 episodes in the final season. Yeah, or it's, it's two seasons. It's an eight and an eight. I'm close. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like a week or two away from just sitting down and having a full conversation with you. About the whole thing. You, what, you, do you look forward to that? And then... It, oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. He spilled That's the metamucil. Hey, it, it, ain't, it ain't going nowhere. It's stuck. It's just sitting there. Look at the top I'll, of that thing. It's it just a, a disc of juice. Um yeah, but you'll you'll enjoy it. It's it's a great show, and I know you used to not like Brian Cranston because you 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 didn't like him as an actor. You hated him as no, the I didn't like Malcolm. Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, but he's fat. Like I love Your Honor. He's, he's I know, fantastic. and I think that's what got you into it. You watched Your Honor. You're like, okay. You know what else he was good in? That. Sneaky Pete. Yes, you never saw. Sneaky I've seen Pete. some of some of Sneaky. He Pete. He played like you know, and and then we had him on the show, and he's fantastic. So he's he's great. I liked him, and and, and he's always he's fucking. But Hank's Tim, the best. Tim Watley from fucking. Yeah. he's the, he's the anti dentist. Hank's awesome. Dentist. It's so good. Gus is awesome. I love it. So yeah, there, you, you you've converted me. I'm, and I'm now watching you've done. it, and and you'll like Better Call Saul because you love Bob Odenkirk. He's yeah. great in the show. It's a different style of show, but it's a great show. But there's nobody better than Mike, because no, Mike, in many ways, Mike. Mike that's the dad I grew up with. Right. You know, fucking. When you watch Better Call Saul. Speeding around in a fucking get, Cadillac doing shit that I can't ask about. You get all the mic you ever wanted. You know, getting a phone call. My dad going to just like fixing something for somebody. Like yeah. my dad was Mike. Okay. Yes. Now we got to get to this. Fucking Ben said we can't recap Succession. Even though it was a tremendous episode of His Election last Night. last couple have been great. Okay. Just fucking great. But see, I don't like, I don't know what's going to fucking happen now. I don't either. Um, this election night, I'll tell you a little bit about my life. I love newsroom type shit in TV shows and movies. One of the reasons I got into television when I was when I was younger. Remember the movie Broadcast News? Sure. So that was also my life at the time because I was uh, the the guy who 
liked the girl and she didn't like him. That's my, I'm married to her now, so it's fine. But oh, I actually watched oh. that movie with her in high school. But I love the scene in that where they have breaking news and they run the tape down. I, I just love that shit. You that was one of the reasons I, I got into to this. Based, so, on your, based on your experience, do you think Tom Wamsgans was, was overly prepared for I, the, his I role? I think he or? was couldn't have been uh, more over his skis than he was that night. He, but, had, he had three or four phones, though. And I've never... Uh, I have been to Channel 4 when I was worked in sports on election night and watched how things go, and that was just local news, but I love that fucking shit. So that part of it was really appealing to me, and then the other, you know, the, the actual, you know, commentary they're making on our world, it, right. was, it was pretty amazing, too. It was but great. Dude, these fucking, I've been telling you for four years about this show, they're all awful. There's nothing like about any of them. Well, and Rome I think, turned into a son of a I bitch, I think didn't we he? saw it all this last week, how fucking awful they all are. They're just the fucking worst. Every single one of them. Shiv was was somewhat redeeming in this one. Yeah, a little bit, but she's but, 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 but self serving because of Matson and everything else. She wants to 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 be in charge of the thing, and I, I don't they're all like Matson at all. They, they, none of them care about the world. They just care about themselves, and and I think we're seeing it. Like I don't, when Rome like America. Yeah, who I don't know how it ends because I don't want any of them to win because I hate them all. So I don't I don't know how to end it. It it's very difficult to end a show. That's one of the hardest things to do. It, it, to land a show that people have enjoyed is hard. People got mad about the Game of Thrones. They didn't like okay. the way it ended. Somebody asked on Twitter, is HBO going to do this to us again? You remember how they give, who, who ended up the fucking king? Bran. Fucking stupid. If, if Greg, is Greg Bran? Is Greg Bran, is, yeah. are they going to fuck us and Greg's going to end up fucking running everything? Maybe so, I don't know. But um, it's hard to end a show, I think, for, I'll tell you this, for in a couple of weeks, Breaking Bad is one of the greatest finales ever. They okay. do it right. Okay, so this will be hard to do when people are watching something. It's hard if they love it. They it you can't make people happy. I don't know how they're ended. I I don't know what will make people to make me happy. But they would all lose somehow. I don't know how to do that. But maybe Greg would be the interesting Bran, and he and he, and he turns out that he is actually Bran. I don't hate Greg as much. What would you like, do if the if, Bran uh, was that, that was fucking stupid? What if Arya Stark came in and fucking stabbed Roman with a fucking? Now, that was a great moment. In yes, Game of Thrones. Great moment. And so, but I, yeah, I am worried about. The, the ending being how many? Uh, there's two. There's two left. That's all there is. Yeah, being anticlimactic, left. and so like, I, like I, I don't know who I want to to. They're all unlikable. Every time you think one of them's okay, like you feel sorry for Roman because he was fucking made fun of as a kid. He's an awful person. And Kendall was just in fucking no man's land. He couldn't do shit. He, he couldn't make a not, decision. He can't help his family, like his his ex wife and kids. He's right. awful. He, you know, thought he liked his sister. He's fucking pissed at her because she's fucking him over. At least Rome his, his, was his was, little brother is working behind his back. Right. To does he have conviction or does he just want money? He just wants to fucking deal. Well, he wants him. power. Yeah, but it's, he wants Mankin to be in fucking power so he could have a direct line of the White House. He's one of the dumbest fucking. They're just all awful. Who's dumb? What? No, Roman. They don't believe in anything. None of them. Was do. fucking Greg after Greg ratted out Shiv in a relationship with Matson, and then they're in there. She's looking. He's walking down the hall. Well, see, did he have like a smirk on his yeah. face? Well, I kept all, trying to, they, but they, he was like, like, cause I, do you think they're so abusive to him when he walks in, but how much of that fucking dumb act is an act? I'm talking about the character. Oh, the Greg. Oh, it could be a lot. I mean, he's pretty bright. He's maneuvered himself he, into this he, thing. That's what I'm telling. Think about where he is now. When Tom made him, you know, shred the shit on Thanksgiving. But think, and think about Kindle how and, he's navigated his way through all this bullshit and where he is in such a prime position. He is. And so I think I, I th it's almost like, um, oh, fuck, the usual suspects. 
Yeah, remember, like, so like in the Kaiser still say he's, yeah. you know, he's kind of walking and then he straightens it out, and you find this has been an act. I feel like he's almost because there's going to be a moment where, where he, he fucking acts normal and like this has all just been a fucking act because be. I don't know, you know, so, so he wouldn't he wouldn't be a threat to anyone. He really is kind of dumb, but it, it's it's a great show. Who's going but, to emerge? You have to pick. I give didn't me a say week. You, you like? Give me a week on this. Give me a week. Right. Nan Pierce is going to emerge. Oh, I don't fucking like <laughs> He's her either. President Taylor. Okay, we'll wrap things up with this. Uh, look, look at Marco. By the way, we have some fucking. Uh, Has he got ice cream? We have Dr. Mm. Pepper float ice cream. Oh, boy. Dr. Pepper float flavored ice cream. Sugar in free? The, in the fucking. No, it's not. <laughs> if you, okay, so um, you're not going to go see. The new Fast 10. You're not a Fast and Furious guy. No, but I think the one movie I may see in the next two weeks, I, would, I do want to watch The Machine. I love Burt Kreischer. And, and is, I know that look, is that, is that, gonna, is that supposed to be serious? It, no, it's a joke. It, it's, okay. it's, it's a joke that he tells at almost all of his shows. And it, they made a movie out of a joke. Should I go see it? He's fucking hilarious, dude. you got to watch his special. I like, I like his podcast. Oh, you need to watch his. He's got several on, on Netflix. You'd love him. He's fucking okay. great. Did you see the... Now, this didn't come out until October. We'll end it with this. Did you see the trailer... For Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, who's in that? Okay. So this is Martin Scorsese. Scorsaza. Yeah. Okay. Martin Scorsese, and it stars Leonardo DiCaprio. Heard of him. And fucking Robert De Niro. He's like the departed again? And like, and you like Jesse Plemons? Oh, I love Jesse so, Plemons. Do you, do you, yeah. yeah he's, he's in a lot. Of, sometimes I, I wonder, like, I don't fucking know if I like him as much as he's in. Uh, he's in, you haven't met him yet in Breaking Bad, have you? What season is he? He'll be in the whole fifth okay. season. All right. And so anyway, oh, look, there's, look at the fucking. Put some Metamucil in that. Steven's going to uh, star in a parody show called Breaking Back. Blue Bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that's actually fucking that's a funny. a joke. We'll taste his Dr. Pepper float in here. And so uh, they had, the, the cast on this fucking movie is unbelievable. But right there. What's it about? You don't need. So, okay, I'm, I'm going to read this to you. Maybe not. Um. So first of all, just based on that, will you see it? Yes, I like Scorsese movies. Leo's great. Um, I'm maybe almost done with De Niro at this point. What the fuck did you just say? He's like fucking eighty years old. He's fine. Give me that ice cream. How how are you ever fucking done with De Niro? I don't know. And his body of work. Okay, so this is this is this is what the uh, description of the movie is. So tell me if this is uh, thumbs up or thumbs down. Um, it's it's based on a book. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, the, it investigates a series of murders of wealthy Osage people that took place in Osage County, Oklahoma. Is this the movie that got filmed in Rob Manning's house? Yeah. In the early 1920s. Yeah. After big oil deposits were discovered beneath their land. Rob Manning, sales guy at Sports Radio 810, they shot part of this movie in his home, I think. In the book, it's after the book. The book details the newly formed FBI's investigation of the murders. Um, I think. So, yeah, no, no, this, that's, yes. That's the movie, yeah. That's exactly what you're talking about. No, I'll watch that movie. And so that, it's, and uh, Brendan Fraser, just hot mm-hmm. off one of the best actors, he's in it as well. How big is he? Well, he, he's, he's not, not that not big. big. That was that big prosthetics. Prosthetics. I will watch that movie. I, I, I'm not, I don't like, dislike, uh, I thought The Irishman was a little too much, a little too long. I'm sorry. Is it time to fucking turn? No, nah, just I off? mean, what, what? Like, why? How is that too? It wasn't long enough. Just fucking give me more shit. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that good? How about this? <laughs> For the next podcast that you're on, I want you to investigate this. Okay. And settle this debate that I had. I got into a shouting match with someone about this. 
And I'm not even sure which side I'm on right now. I just like shouting at people. Of course. This is your homework. Right. But I want you, I don't want I don't want you to just answer this right off the top of okay. your head. I'll think about it. You go home and you tell me who has a better body of work, Al Pacino or Robert De Niro. That's a good question. You have to look at it and then I'll also grade it out. right. Okay. And then also you have to tell me who you think is the greatest living actor. And you know who I think it might be? You're gonna taint my vision. Well, I'm just gonna tell you. These these are the nominees. Okay. Jack Nicholson, because mm-hmm. if you look at awards, Jack Nicholson. He won a lot of them. Or Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm-hmm. And then you can, you, if you like De Niro. De Niro. Or someone that, that, that I'm not mentioning. I'll fucking listen to DiCaprio. Yeah, I don't fucking Young care. Leo. But those are the two, t- number one, who has, because there's a big debate, uh, De, uh, De Niro or Pacino, mm-hmm. who has the, the best body of work, and then tell me who the greatest living actor is. Next podcast. I'm going to fucking argue with you on all this we'll shit. We'll fight about it. This is some of you fought with someone at graduation here. They came up and wanted to talk about Bobby Witt. You Maybe. Start yelling at him about I just Robert want to look. You don't thought they Bobby me. De Niro. You see me, just nod, and I'll know that you get it. Yes. All right? <laughs> so there's a, a wide variety of topics you've just gone over. I've got Dude, a list. You're going to love Jesse Plemons in season five. Am I? Fuck yes. You I'm looking forward Here's to Here's the deal. It. I'll give you a hint. Here's the deal. Don't fucking it's, it's not don't ruin nothing. His name is Todd. That's why I love him. Yes. All right. Well, let me, hold on. Live on the air. Let's do this. That was good, by the way. I had a bite of ice People cream. People know that my favorite beverage is what? Diet Dr. Pepper. EDP. This will be the first time I'm tasting Bluebell Ice Cream's new Dr. Pepper Float flavored ice cream. That'd go good. You like with it, the, Ben? Would it go good with the Diablo sandwich? We'd go good with his Metamucil. Give me a Diablo sandwich and a Diet Dr. Pepper way, root beer fucking, float from Blue Bell I, ice cream. I spilled that shit on purpose. That shit almost made me vomit. You need to finish that. Take it up oh, with a straw. Hold on. Take a bite. It's very good. It tastes like a Dr. Pepper float, doesn't it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> that would get me in fucking trouble. Luckily, there's only half a thing left. You're okay. Oh, that's really good. It's good. Tastes just like a Dr. Pepper flavor. No, it's perfect. You want me to? Is that what do you want me to do? I want you to get that straw, and I want you to to uh, suck up part of that off that counter. Why? Well, because you spilled it. Or hold on, let me get a little video on my phone. If Ben can edit it in, you got him. How was it? Oh God, fuck. Let's break. All right, and that's enough. That's enough doing dumb shit to try to get clicks. Thank you, Todd. Yep. This has been Hot Mike with SSJ. Until next week, the microphone, thankfully, is fucking off.